0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1219.
1: This one was a duplex, a duplex list, absentee, 1985 or below. Love it. And 100% equity.
0: Love it. So guys, listen, what Donovan said there is so important. I love, love, love filtering uh, lists and properties based on the age of the property. Okay. The older it is, the more love it needs. Okay. And if these people have owned an older property and don't have the financial resources, or they just don't want to fix it up, they have to sell it for cash. And you know what? Sometimes they just want to get rid of it. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately
2: to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today.
0: Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. Podcast. It is your host, Brent Daniels, and I love you all. You guys are great. You guys found a wholesaling podcast. Do you know how crazy of a person you are to be listening to a wholesaling podcast? Do you know that the general population of America has no idea what wholesaling real estate is about? Do you know that 99% of real estate agents in the United States don't know what wholesaling is about? You are the elite of the elite of the elite if you are listening to this. Only, only if you are taking action on the instruction that you're learning from these interviews. Because these interviews, we go around the country and we get some people that have just done their first deal and then we get some absolute superstars that have million dollar businesses, okay? And that leads me into, I am just so absolutely thrilled because I've got two guys based out of Dallas, Texas, that are now in seven markets, have been doing it for a couple of years, not like for decades. These are young gentlemen. These are young guns. These are young hustlers out there that have grown their business. They've been so dedicated, so passionate, so focused, laser-focused on being successful and building a million-dollar, almost multi-million-dollar wholesale business, like right there, that it is my pleasure to introduce Prince- Patridge and Donovan Ruffin to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. Guys, say hello. That's good. That's good. What's up, bro? How was that? It was awesome. Awesome, <laughs> guys. Well, welcome. Welcome. We are, I'm, I'm really excited. I've given you guys a big runway here to really explain, break down the last 24 months for me in your guys' life, will you please?
2: Yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah, my name is Prince. You know, I I met Brent just I, I, through YouTube. Honestly, I, I listened to some of his podcasts when he was first starting out. I think it was just like in 2017. Man, I bought his course, started implementing it in my own business, and I seen some success with his scripts and what he was doing. Really liked it, and you know, about six months down the line, you know, I met up with my friend Donnie, who's you know right here next to me, and you know, we just got to talking and uh, made me an offer on, on my company that I couldn't refuse. So. Uh, man, we just did a merger and, um, I brought the TTP course with me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And how about you? Tell me about you.
1: Yeah. So actually, Prince is the one that got me started like six years ago or five years ago, something like that, and sent me like an $18,000 check. And I was like, dude, I don't care what I have to do. You're going to teach me how to do this. And got my first deals like four grand. And then it was kind of like down here from there, like pop the cherry and it's like, you know how to do it. So I did five or six wholesale deals. And then I was just kind of like more interested in like the fix and flip concept. So I started partnering with some of the investors I would I would sell to. Did a couple of deals like that, and then I really took off with it. I started raising a bunch of private money had a couple of million dollars in private money and my main focus was buying deals from other wholesalers and then it got to a point where it was it was getting to like my my business was kind of plateauing a little bit just because I was just focused on networking and relying on other people to bring me deals and I wanted to scale and grow even more but on top of that I was paying a bunch of money in assignments like uh, I believe in like 2016 or 2017 actually I I spent over a million dollars in assignments to other wholesalers which is is crazy but hey I didn't find the deals and stuff like that so I I didn't mind it but I was Thank you got to thinking, I was like, man, what if I spent that million dollars that year in marketing? What would happen? And that's kind of the approach I did and uh, just kind of took the leap of faith. I had another marketing company at the time and I just shut that down completely just for conflict of interest reasons and just went full-fledged 100% real estate and focused on wholesaling mostly for like a good uh, 10, 12 months um, before I started picking up more rehabs and rentals and stuff like that. So, I mean, just in the past, what, 18 or 14, 15 months we've done well over you know like three million dollars in just assignment fees and profit and kind of created that conveyor belt um, of properties that we can just pick and choose from we can buy it as fix and flip buy them as rentals buy them as a development project now I have a few rentals I'm uh, working on a couple fix and flips uh, obviously and then I'm working on a development project where I'm building 26 houses. Um, in Fort Worth and it was one of the deals that we picked up from some of the marketing yeah. strategies in our office so it's it's been an amazing journey obviously we have a lot of room for an improvement to grow and to scale even more but you know it's exciting and it's uh, it's a very thrilling opportunity to be uh, a part of when you actually like you said take action and and really start working the business
0: That's it. And Prince, I remember you came into Phoenix, you came to my house, spent some time. I mean, you were just getting this thing going, you're getting off the off the ground. It's late 2017. It's probably two years ago. And And you were you were just a sponge. You were just soaking up everything. You were so serious about it. You flew into town on your own dime. You were just getting the you were just scratching and clawing and getting deals here and there. And then all of a sudden you went back and boom, it exploded. Is this about the time that you and Donovan started getting formed this uh, partnership? He's Man. Was, yes.
1: It's pretty funny story. He'll tell you his side. I'll tell you my side.
0: Yes. So I, I, I
2: probably after that, I probably ran for about like three to five months. Then, yeah, about about the month six. That's when the merger kind of happened. Yeah. Yeah. So Prince actually didn't want
1: to put me on to like the cold calling and uh, like the virtual <laughs> stuff. Uh, to be right and to be honest right. no and you know me and prince have a good relationship and he was like you know i'll just sell you some rehabs and it's like cool i mean block up as many deals as you want so i could just buy them you know so we always had like a good relationship yeah. um in business um and then it got to a point i kind of figured out the virtual stuff learned some of that and it kind of ran laps with it I had, I had like three acquisitions um you know at, when we first merged we we're doing about 120 to 150 a month and then after you know i like I mean, Prince was doing like fifty to sixty by himself, and I was like, "Hey, look! Like, you have certain values that I don't have. I have certain values that you don't have, and um, we kind of connected in a way. We're able to put each other in certain seats. Yeah. And um, that was this yeah, time last year. I think. Yeah. So, he, like, I'm like the like the driver, right? And He's like the listener, and like the strategic standpoint, and like the learner and the absorber, the networker, and stuff like that. I'm more of like the motivator and visionary and stuff like that, a CEO, mm-hmm. and it, it works, You know, I bought him out, and like within like a month and a half, two months, we're cranking out 300,000 like back to back. back, to back. <laughs> and it's just been nuts, you know, and, you know, we make a do bunch you know, of mistakes. Do you
0: know how crazy that sounds? You know, <laughs> how crazy that sounds 300,000 a month. Prince, talk to me. Let's go to, go back because uh, there's not a lot of people that can with personal experience relate to that. Uh, talk to me about when you started, how'd you get to 60 grand a month? Like, what, what did you do? What did your business look like pre-merger? So, uh, before then, um, you know, when
2: we had talked and you kind of gave me some advice on what your business looked like, um, you know, you said you were using like American callers. And, uh, man, we tried it out. Um, and, you know, we kind of ran into some of the things that you had discussed. You know, sometimes it, it's like a stepping stone for them. Yeah. Yeah they would, they, I mean, they honestly, I really couldn't keep really American yeah. callers on the phone. And, yeah. you know, we started seeing that, uh, you know, we started getting Filipinos and we noticed, I mean, they're, they're not the, the best, but that you know, they do work, you yeah. know, they keep working, they show up, they don't call out sick, they don't complain or anything like that. So, um, you know, they kept on submitting, uh submitting over leads. And um, the guys that I had at the time, man, we were just shooting them low ball offers. And, um, I was actually shocked, like, like yeah. people were taking them. So, I mean, that's kind of how, that's kind of like where the transition was from after I left AZ. Yeah,
0: so I mean, here's the a, here's a key to what he's saying here. Listen, the foreign callers work. They can work. Now, there's a couple things. I'm going to put a couple filters in there, okay? One filter is you need a lot of them. You yep. need, I mean, you need horsepower. This isn't, you're not snipering, okay? This is full on, Like bazooka, machine gun, had a baby type of thing, right? Like this is a flamethrower. You need a lot, which means you have to have a lot of data, right? Which means you have to have a lot of phone numbers and a lot of addresses that you're going after, okay? So... If you're thinking, all I got to do is turn on somebody that's 4 or 5 or $6 an hour in the Philippines and give them 40 hours a week, one of them, and think that that's going to build you into a 60000 or $20,000 or $50,000 a month, it's not going to happen. I'm yeah. telling you, I have more people coming to me that have tried this and failed than anything else in my TTP program, for sure. OK, but what he's saying is, well, let's go to the foundation of that. Prince decided early on, I'm not going to wait around. I'm not going to spend money in marketing. I'm not going to be putting all this money into the traditional marketing. I'm going to be proactive. That's who I am. That's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out and I'm going to reach out to these distressed property owners and have those great quality conversations, right? (laughs) That's the whole business. Only conversations with yep. distressed property owners. That's the entire business. So you went out there, and then you just kept feeding it and feeding it and feeding it to the point where now you're closing consistent deals, and now you have attracted the attention of Mister Donovan here, who's like, <laughs> "Okay, wait a second. I'm tired of paying you on every single deal. Let's yeah. let, why don't I why don't okay. I bring you over and we'll combine forces and then uh, build a super team? Is that right? Yeah." Yep. Awesome. What does your team look like now, guys?
1: So, right now, we have quite a bit of cold cars. Like, we have, uh, I mean, we used to have a lot. Like, we used to have like 60 Asians. Um, and then we, we cut back Six a lot. Zero? Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you skip trace like, the whole country? I mean, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like,
1: yeah, it got pretty crazy. And then uh, we kind of scaled back on the Asians, so we have like uh, twenty-five Asians now, and then we have like thirty-two in total, and then the rest are in America. Yeah, we have a couple of America. And then as far as our sales team, we have uh, about twelve guys in office. Uh, we have a transaction coordinator. Uh, we have, or we have two transaction coordinators. We have two people in dispositions. Oh, six and, yeah, and then about uh, or seven now, seven acquisitions. But one of the things, too, it's like a bunch of mistakes were made. You know, we didn't just land here. Like uh, we scaled back a lot just because our net profit is a lot larger with sharper guys in office. like kid you not, man, like uh, in what, June or July, we had 22 acquisitions (laughs) in office. And these people were just working. 22 acquisition managers? Yeah. 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 So we had it it was crazy. That sounds like
0: my nightmare. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So it's like, I mean, now, now like the net profitability is higher. Uh, our acquisition guys are sharper because they're making more money instead of it spread out between so many acquisitions. Um, it's only within a a few of them and you know, they're able to work more leads, have more consistency, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just a a lot better, uh, quality of of life and less stress, you know? So I love it. So you
0: guys are in an office, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, We have a 7,000 square foot office here in in North Dallas. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Do you guys ever do, this is kind of on a side though, do you guys ever do any kind of meetups or any kind of boot camps or anything in your, off? do you ever let people in and get access? Uh, I mean, to be honest
1: with you, we were super opposed to it uh, for a long time just because we wanted to focus on uh, getting the system running. So we had that track record and we could genuinely and ethically teach other people and more like the education space. Yeah. Um, so now we're, we're opening up a, a few seats uh, a couple times a month as far as an intensive for one day. Yeah. Um, so folks are able to fly in. We're able to sit sure. down with them. Sure. They're o- able to open up their business and we can see what it looks like. And they're physically working in office and they can see our atmosphere, how it works. We're showing them literally everything as far as our, our blueprint. So it's a it's a little bit different of a product as far as the education space, you know, it's a little bit different than an event because we're working this with is them. is
0: intimate. More. This is smaller. Yeah. Right? This is this yeah. is more one on one.
1: Yeah. And then it's a little cheaper than an actual mentorship program, you know, just because it's just that one day. So I get it. I get um,
0: it. How do people you know, if people are interested just to just yeah. to find out more? How do they find out?
1: Uh, you can uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram, uh, the Donovan Ruffin, at the Donovan Ruffin on Instagram or the Prince Donovan
0: or? Yeah, T H E.
1: yeah. Uh, the Donovan Ruffin on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So, awesome, I, guys. Reach out yeah. if
0: you guys are uh, interested in that. But let's get back to, give me a typical deal, Prince. Why don't you do me a favor? Give me, I, I want to ring this bell on a big deal, okay? I want to ring this beautiful yeah. victory bell, on a good deal i want you to give me start to finish kind of you know what list a a phone call what prospect you know was it an american was it a um a filipino was it uh somebody that made these calls and then what was their situation i know that you guys are top level i get it like I know that you're not going to know the intimate details, like what color, you know, shoes the seller was wearing on the appointment. But <laughs> kind of break, give, give me one that we can break down so that we can get nitty gritty on something and really give some value uh, to everybody listening on something that's, that's specific. Do you guys have one that, uh, that makes sense? Yeah. Uh, we're we're yeah. in front of Podio, so let yeah. me uh, just filter through. We yep. can do it a little bit. Uh, we do, and Prince, are you in charge of hiring? Yes. Yeah, so um, so I'm looking for in an acquisition manager.
2: Um, honestly, man, lately, um, when I have them run the disk test, um, honestly, I've been looking for the ones with high red personalities. I mean, greens and yellows are cool, but the ones who are like high red or have like a have some like a little bit over 50 percent red. Um, if they're half and half with like blue or yellow is cool. But if you got majority of red, um, I want you in the office. Um, I, I tend to find out that those guys are aggressive. Uh, they're not afraid to shoot low. Uh, they're not afraid to follow up. They're not afraid to be that that car salesman, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. That's yeah. my background. So.
0: Well, let me ask you this. So the my experience with high Ds, right, come out of the gate, boom. You don't have to really train them too much. They've got the natural instincts. They've got it. They're born with it. That's just who they are. They're going to go. They're going to pound phones until they, like, pass out. But the toughest part that I've seen with high Ds is keeping them around, a yeah. lot of these guys start, they keep crushing, and then all of a sudden, hey, I can do this business myself. You run into that, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we
1: uh, to be honest, we don't like with our, our super high D's, we don't really run into an issue with it. I mean, for a, a, a number of reasons, you know. Um, the biggest one is Prince came from his own company to our company, so it's just like he could tell you firsthand running your own business is a lot different than you know just being on acquisitions and just having one task you know what uh- i mean I tell and you. Our, yeah. our, our top acquisition can tell you it's like, regardless of anything, it's just a, a lot easier. And he's able to do what he does best as far as closing, not having to worry about any risk. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's more, more so the fact of being able to provide that value back to the rep versus the value that they're able to bring you. Yeah. But it, I mean, as far as them like falling off and stuff like that, we have a, a non-disclosed cause in, in our agreement. So it's pretty fair, honestly, just because we're literally giving them access to to millions of dollars worth of data as far as our marketing expenses and stuff like that, um, that they have access to. So the non-compete is kind of in place when we first hire individuals and we're, Pretty upfront with them initially it's just like hey look i mean if you agree to come work with us you got to understand um you can't wholesale for two years past termination but you can still buy rentals you can still buy fix and flips yeah i mean you don't have to come work with us but if that's what you're looking for you're just looking for like a part-time paid mentorship this kind of isn't what you're looking for you know what i mean so it filters out the people that are just kind of coming in just to learn some stuff and and dip out and we were able to really uh work with and uh, you know partner with individuals that really want to come in and see our vision and want to grow with us without having to worry about that risk or going off and starting their own thing you yeah
0: know? well and I say it I make this similarity is you know the people that are really really great at closing deals really good at, I mean they get the contracts signed they're making great money they don't have to worry about all the overhead they're highly paid professional they're yep, highly yep. paid professionals you know who else is? LeBron. LeBron is a highly paid professional. He doesn't own the Lakers. The guy that owns the Lakers has a whole other set of issues that he has to deal with. Okay. But LeBron just has to be a superstar. Right. Exactly. And listen, he's going to be rewarded for that. So there are certain people that absolutely should just stay superstars and should not be business owners. They'll be happier, they'll be richer. They'll be, I mean, their schedule will be a lot different. It's just, you know, that's the conversation that I would have with anybody that's a, you know, a really, really killer acquisition manager that's thinking, well, I can just do this for myself. You got to yeah. ask them that question. Are you going to be this? Or are you going to be that? Are you going to be LeBron or the owner of the Lakers? Because, yeah. you know, you can't be both. So, Facts. well, maybe yeah. he will be both at some, well, yeah. he won't be playing, but anyway, anyway, let's get back to it. Talk to me about a deal. Let's go guys.
1: Um, All right. So I got one pulled up. Uh, This one was in Arlington, Texas. Uh, This one originally came from an RBM. Um, So how our RBMs are filtered is we blast the RBMs out, the return call goes to the BAs and they answer it. What does RBM mean? Uh, Ringless voicemail. So it's kind of gray areas in some states, Get with your attorney, but I mean, we do it pretty heavy. And it it came in, um Lee came in and Antonio, one of our acquisition guys, he's probably gonna clear close to three hundred thousand this year, honestly, and just commissions, which is amazing. I mean, one of those things, like I mean, how many people out there can go out there and even start their own business and make three hundred grand in a month? Or, the top one I mean, percent exactly.
0: in the world makes four hundred thousand a year.
1: Yeah. In and the that, world that's for him too. It's all net. He doesn't have no overhead, so it's good. But we made $90,000 on this deal. He closed it over the phone within two hours on that first initial <laughs> phone call. Okay, so, hold on a second,
0: hold on a second, yeah. hold on a second. Donnie, $90,000, okay? Yeah. It's an yeah. RVM, which is literally just a voicemail that hits somebody's voicemail box. What list was it to? Do you know? Uh, Yeah, I can pull it up. This one was
1: a duplex, a duplex list, absentee. 1985
0: or below. Love it. And 100% equity. Love it. So, guys, listen, what Donovan said there is so important. I love, love, love filtering uh, lists and properties based on the age of the property. Okay. The older it is, the more love it needs. Okay. And if these people have owned an older property and don't have the financial resources or they just don't want to fix it up, they have to sell it for cash. And you know that- what? Sometimes they just want to get rid of it. And it yeah. sounds like guys, because if because you made ninety thousand dollars on a deal, oh yeah, uh, there was
1: this multiple motivators on that one. <laughs> what like else? Tax ball absentee, one hundred percent equity, old age, old age, yeah, old age.
0: Yeah,
1: old yeah, age. Well, I mean that didn't pop up on the statistics, but yeah, the, within those four filters, um, when you stack the list, I mean that's kind of what you're looking at. So mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. i mean, this is, I was just like what which one you want me to go over so i mean i personally haven't been on the phone with the seller in about a year and a half i mean that was Antonio's doing you know just monster beast acquisition guy um doing what he does best you know i have my own seat prince has his own seat and the team just flows it flows it flows good so yeah super blessed i mean that was earlier this year a couple months ago yeah
0: incredible so, and you said over the last 14 months how much have you guys done The past 14 months, we did a
1: little over 3 million just in assignment. This isn't rentals, development, or. In seven
0: markets, right? I've got it written. Seven markets. What markets are you guys in?
1: Um, So we're in all of Texas, all the major metroplexes, Dallas, Fort Worth. We call those as two different metroplexes, by the way. Houston, which is awesome, San Antonio, Austin. And then we're in Tampa, Vegas, and Los Angeles now. Um, But we did a little bit of Atlanta i mean we couldn't really figure it out yeah. super ratchet yeah. um, a lot of scams and it's just a waste of time for us but okay. uh yeah you know, we're, we're constantly open and figuring out which market we're gonna open next you know so it's awesome. exciting is
0: that the plan to do more and more markets
1: oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna be in uh i mean just in 2020 we'll probably be in about 20 markets awesome um, this year.
0: So, and are you gonna run it all based out of dallas I mean, yeah, like
1: goals never change, but plans always change, you know? Yeah, so yeah. as far as right now, I think we can build it out just out of this office. But I mean, I used to run a, a sales company for a lot of years and it, sometimes it made sense to have a different uh, office in certain certain markets. So we've gave it some thought, you know, we might try it out a little bit come uh, early Q2 just have a different office and just have a different culture and it's a little bit easier to, to um, manage people and yep. gives other people leaders opportunity uh, to grow in business as well so you can grow uh, get an override on a team and kind of run and operate a business within a business so they have that growth potential as well something for new people to look forward to.
0: Sure so, so what is your daily schedule look like now as the CEO and the COO? What does that look like? What are you guys doing all day? You guys aren't taking the calls. You guys aren't going on the appointments. What what are you guys doing? I mean, there's a
1: lot that goes into the business, and I'm sure you guys out there that have closed deals. There's a lot of different. I mean, it's literally so much work between just to get one deal done. You know, imagine 20, 25 deals a month. Consistently, so there's fires all day, you know. For one, so we have scheduled time to put out fires and deal with team meetings. A lot of what I do is recruiting, branding, and market research, and he does a lot of that. And you know, a lot of visionary stuff. You know, there's a lot of uh, time that I spend by myself, alone, with no phone, with nothing, and just sitting there thinking, you know. And it's a real thing. Sometimes you really have to sit back and really picture out what you're what you're going to do. So. I spend a lot of time meditating, you know, maybe like an hour a day, you know, it's not a lot, you know, read a little bit and then, you know, talking with the team. So I do some one-on-ones throughout the day training. I work with leaders in the company, you know, we have like the entry level people, then we have, you know, like people that's been here a while and then we have leaders and managers. And I would say 80% of my time is spent with the managers of each division um, in our company and making sure that their training is on point, making sure that they're doing the right things, updates and ways to attack, ways to improve, ways to cut out bad habits within their organization or within their division, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of work Uh, as far as CEO, and then obviously bringing a new income for the company, you know, I have other projects as well, you know, I have fix and flips projects, I have rehab projects, I have a development project, um, which requires time, but it's mostly just, to be honest with you, a majority of my time is either spent with the leaders, or spent developing systems where I don't physically have to do something ever again. So if I do something once, it's like okay, I can set up a system for this so I can move on to the next task and focus on what makes actual money, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus do miscellaneous stuff and paperwork. So awesome. it's kind of what I do with with my day. And Brief. then the majority of time I mean, I, I'm too. trying to
2: pull up my list right now. <laughs> like I got I got a ta- like I I have a task sheet. I'm trying to find it. But I mean, to be honest, man, I,
1: I'm super blessed, you know, to be in the position I am, I'm in and, you know, I've built the company to live a lifestyle and I, I definitely take advantage of it. You know, I travel a lot. I, I network a lot. I do a lot of masterminding with people, um, networking around the country, not just in, in my own market. So that requires time, you know, like the past seven weeks in a row, I was gone every single weekend, just masterminding with folks that are winning in other markets, figuring out what they're doing that's winning and you know implementing in my business and just being around that winning culture is also very important you know so it's not like hey just partying kicking it with friends it's mostly like hey i'm masterminding i'm surrounding myself with people that are winning around the country and it helps elevate me and i help elevate them too so it's a win-win for everybody Um, so i spent a lot of time traveling as well so
2: i mean man my my task is long i don't know if you want all of it (laughs) (laughs) just give me give me the overview i mean overview i got man i got P.K.'s managing, human resources, uh, client care, uh, business development, acquisition department, kind of just overseeing, make sure that department's pushing their numbers. Uh, disposition department, uh, making sure uh, their numbers are up to date. Uh, day-to-day operation management, marketing, process development. I mean, it's it's a long list.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, but, I love it. I yeah. love it. Well, let me ask you this. And you guys should be honest here. Uh, you guys will be honest. I get it. But how stressful is this? How stressful is running I, a $3,000,000 Like a 25 have gray hair. It's pretty fucking stressful. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, like for me, like when, you know, me and Donnie got to talking at first, honestly, bro, like I came in, I was like, hey, man, I only want like three jobs. And it came here, I ended up getting like 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's, in my personal opinion... It's less stressful now because I have more resources and more help, you know, versus just, yep. you know, the, the about six people that I had to so you know, lean on.
0: I, I think it's really interesting. And I always kind of think in my head when it comes to uh, a lot of activity, a lot of work, a lot of stress, a lot of it's that whole thing of. Uh, suffer now, be a champion forever, right? Oh, yeah. The whole Muhammad Ali deal that's on, it's on our wall right here, right? You know, and I All really right. think that it's really interesting because I truly believe if you take five years, maybe three years, but probably five and really, 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 really go, you could change the financial future for your entire life, your yeah. entire life, your entire family. Your entire extended family, potentially, just depending on, you know, if the right circumstances hit and you net and you keep as much money as you can and you do and you're smart with it and you you invest in assets and buy off and pay off debt and all these other things. All of a sudden now, after this grind, you're still a young man. You're still you've got all this knowledge, all these contacts, all these connections And you did something that somebody else was not willing to do, which was put in all of that time, have all that stress, have all that grind for so long and be consistent with it, then now you're a totally different person. You're just a different person. You've evolved into uh, an unbelievably financially free person, and that's a rare person. And it's beautiful. It's exciting. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's a a topic that a lot of
1: people don't, you know, spend a lot of time expressing. Like if anybody told you that this was going to be easy, it's not. It's not easy. You know, like anytime you're going to make more money comes more responsibilities and more tasks. And it it takes work, you know, like I have this saying in my office, it's like, you can work 40 hours a week for 50 years of your life, or you can work 80 hours a week for 25 years of your life and get it done twice as fast, you know, and the amount of time that you put in, and I mean, if you evaluate your time by the hour, it's like, why not continue to work when you're just gonna not work at all, you know, so being proactive with that time is also important versus just showing up to work and just moving desks around on your paper, you know, but yeah. on top of that, being smart with your money, like like you said, you know, just with uh, one avenue of real estate, you can create multiple streams of income, you know, you have your earned income, you have your interest income, you have residual income, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So focusing and understanding those different avenues to create money and have your money work for you as well, as well as you're working, it's kind of like you're building up this little team. It's like, okay, I'm working here, I'm making money and my money's working here, it's also making money so putting those two together that's just two streams of income right there you know so it's like uh, people say this is like real estate investing but it like wholesaling is really just sales and marketing you know like you need to start investing actual money into equity buying actual properties you know you need to start investing into education even investing into your mind there's multiple avenues that you can get a return on your money versus just spending it at the bar or spending it you know just bullshitting you know you have to reinvest it so it, it cycles and it flows through your business. And continue to invest more as you make more. So awesome! I mean, I'm blessed to learn that at an early age, and it helps helped our company become massively successful. Is just taking a risk, not just in time spent on the business, but on money. You know, it's like I used, I still have a joke. It's like I'll throw everything that I have into into the real estate game and have nothing. Like literally, like thirty bucks. Yeah. And. There's, there's people out there that are like struggling to get their first deal and they have five thousand, six thousand dollars in the bank. It's like me as a, a CEO of a multimillion dollar company, I'm willing to personally take risk personally just to help my business scale and elevate. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you got to take risks. You got to, you got to put in the work. You got to take risks. So.
0: Yeah. Prince, give somebody that's brand new, never done a deal. They're listening to this. They're inspired, but they just, they need something. They need you to tell them they're like, what is the first thing that I should do?
2: Like me personally?
0: Yeah, no, they're asking you, right? What advice would you give them if they were to come to you and say, what's the first step that I need to do to get my first deal? Man, honestly. Like give some advice on somebody that's looking to get their first deal. Sorry. Just kind of like
2: thinking back on it, man. Um, honestly, I would, you know, I would go back and invest in education, you know, if, if I knew about the TTP program. Um, if I didn't have a lot of money, um, I would scrape together the money to buy it because honestly, like with programs like yours, man, like there's no mistakes you can that can be made if you just follow the step-by-step directions, man. You could save so much money, um, resources are provided uh, for you already versus trying to like, yeah, you can go on YouTube, but you know, with somebody's education is high quality, the information is organized. So you could just follow it. So um, I guess yeah. The first thing I'll say is scrape up the money to to put together to buy the yeah, education, and cool. then and then
0: implement the education. That's what I will do. Awesome, yeah, guys. You guys are phenomenal. Thank you guys so much for being on the podcast again. If they want to reach out to you, Donovan, what is the your Instagram again? It's the the Donovan. Yeah, it's the Donovan Ruffin. R U F F I N. Oh, there it is. The Do- got it. Yep, perfect. The Ooh. Donovan Ruffin. Yep. Donovan Ruffin. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for being on. No. And Prince, hold on, almost there. There it is, perfect. Yeah, everybody watching, and if you're listening, it's uh, Prince Patridge, Prince underscore Patridge at uh, at Instagram. Reach out to those guys. And guys, if you are listening to this and you understand that you have that proactive mind, you need to check out the TTP program. One of the original, the original, the OGs of the TTP program. Prince on here yeah. has just started there and has exploded and just is is running an incredible business, living the life that he always talked to. He talked to me about two years ago. If you're interested in that, uh, go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. That's wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Scroll down, check out what it's about. And then keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and then keep scrolling and scrolling and check out all the testimonials. <laughs> Nobody has more testimonials. Check that out. And again, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast, watching this on YouTube. You guys are the absolute best. I love you. Until next time, see ya.